Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 64 of the Running Anthropologist podcast. Today, a bit of a somber tone, along with the whole world, thinking about praying for dedicating this episode to those who are suffering needlessly in Ukraine and to all of the families of refugees. Our hearts go out to them. Um, very fortunate that I was able to reach out to uh, contact uh, in, in Kyiv, uh, with a die, die Hard Running Club and was able to connect me with a wonderful runner and coach who's um, ran all, all over the Ukraine and, and the world, actually. Um, Eugene goes by Jimmy uh, Godin, um, and he just kind of told me like it is, what, what it's like on the ground, um, what he, other people in his family and in the running community are going through right now. And um, it's a very short, very short, touch base kind of hearing what it's like but um i think if anything the 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 whole momentum is just to just to be informed to know to share what's going on there and to um to try to do whatever we can and um he's got a very positive perspective outlook for for going through everything that he's going through right now and i i hope that um i hope that we as a running community can come together and contribute and do whatever we can do. Um, as we move forward, I, I have posted links uh, in the show notes and on the blog site, Facebook page and Instagram as to how you can give, uh, contribute to what's going on on the ground, uh, to helping those refugees. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure what else to say other than I'll let, I'll let Jimmy speak for himself and hope that you and yours wherever you're listening, staying safe, finding a way to, uh, to stay together, to pray together, to, um, to really have that intention of peace on our hearts. And um, yeah, let's get started. And Eugene Godin, welcome to The Running Anthropologist. I am so grateful that you would take time to, to be with us amidst what's going on in your hometown and in Ukraine right now. Um, so let me just start off the way that I started off asking you, um, where are you right now and, and why? Yeah, I'm in, in the west of Ukraine, moving uh, away from Kiev, which is under bombing now, and also my hometown, Kharkiv, which is in the east of Ukraine. So. Now I'm on the western Ukraine. I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, all of us are thinking about you, and as you know, doing our best. Um, I I know that people there are suffering a great deal. I I would just like, if you could, in your words, to tell me what's happening in Kharkov, in, in your hometown, and what what happened. Uh, yes, it's uh, it, it started on twenty fourth of February, I think. Uh, Russian starts uh, war in Ukraine, moved from uh, from south border, from northern border, from uh, territory of Belarus uh, to to my country with missiles, uh, with tanks, with bombs, and so on. Uh, and on the last few days in my hometown in Kharkiv, uh, it's the Tragedy. I don't know how, how to say it because uh, Russian uh, television propaganda and so on. They they said that uh, it's like military operation. They don't bomb uh, any uh, anything 
but but some military objects. But it's not true because they are they're bombing uh, living uh, districts, uh, civilians, and so on. My my parents now in Kharkiv, uh, and they are uh, moving from from shelter to home and to shelter back uh, just to be safe. I'm so sorry. I, and I know no one's being fooled by the rhetoric. Um, as we see the images, it's clear that, um, as you said, it's it's no special operation, but it's an annihilation um, of a city. Yes, absolutely. In the middle of my my city, I think you, you saw this missile in the Square of Freedom in Kharkiv. Uh, that's where my university and I spent a lot of time there and seeing that kind of stuff and that that bombs, uh, it's awful, I don't know what to say. There's nothing to describe. Again, our hearts are with you. So Eugene, the reason that I should say the reason that we found each other is because we are both distance runners and um, mm -hmm. you are involved a lot in ultra marathons and in running throughout Ukraine. You know the beauty of the country. What, what is your feeling uh, for the people throughout the country right now and what's happening um, in your connections uh, everywhere throughout the Ukraine? Uh, what, what did you understand about, about the feeling about, from the running perspective or about, about all this stuff? Oh, gosh, Ev everyone, everyone, yeah. Uh, every, everyone is uh, trying to help each other to volunteer to to donate uh, while our army is fighting against Russia. Uh, all all the running community, which I know, is uh, helping with with cars, uh, with food, with everything. Uh, I think almost no one run now in Ukraine. I'm also uh, work like part time as a coach. Uh, and uh, from 16 of my students, I think only two uh, are on a, uh, I don't know if I can call it the safe side, but uh, without bombing and they uh, do some small running like five to six K around the city, uh, not around the city, but around the, uh, their homes to not get away. Uh, from that, so I think that's perfectly describes the situation. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to even say that an area is safe, um, is what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Because because no one uh, safe now, and there is no place in Ukraine which really can call really safe because of missiles of the whole territory. Yeah, so it really goes against the narrative, um, any kind of narrative that, you know, that Russia is coming in to do some kind of peacekeeping or just take over the part of the country where Russians are. It's just it's just not true. Absolutely. It's, uh... Uh, absolutely. No one wants a Russian army people, a Russian army and uh People who are speaking, I'm, I'm also Russian speaking people, but I switch to Ukrainian from now because I don't want to have any connection with, between Russia and me. Uh, and uh, no one in Ukraine for my previous 30 years uh, said me a word about uh, speaking Russian. So there is no how they call like fascism. fascism. Uh, the fascism is now from, from Russian side because it's 
the genocide of uh, Ukrainian people now. I, I don't know the reason and propaganda is, is really, really awful. Yeah, no, that's that's a really important point to, to make that, you know, you are a Russian speaker, you have Russian heritage, and you don't feel like you were under any threat or needed people to come in and save you. Absolutely. And no people, uh, we uh, have a lot of information when, uh, for example, in Berdyansk, I think, at the south of Ukraine, uh, and uh, when tanks move uh, into the city government and people said move out from here we don't want you here it's it's not the the army it's normal people that said we don't want a russian army here and they move out from the Berdansk. and also there are a lot of uh videos of uh, how uh, how people protest how they contribute uh, against uh, tanks uh, without uh, any weapon uh, hmm. just uh, just with their hands to, to stop them. We don't want you here. No one wants you here. Even even people uh, who might think before that Russia is a great country to live, uh, and uh, they say, no, Russia, we, we don't want them here at all. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that you have friends um, in Russia and in Ukraine that have run together and, and share a lot of things in common and what is your impression right now of you know how um how ordinary russians are perceiving these what's happening there mm -hmm. uh, they uh, almost uh, i can say about running community because i have a lot of connection in instagram uh and uh, they said almost nothing some said like no to war but just no to war is not what the that we want to hear because we want to hear the real situation uh, about bombing uh, about killing people uh, just not not to war it's really uh, easy position uh, and they don't want to move out to the streets and, and said that uh we don't want such government uh, hmm. as as we did in, in 2014. Hmm. yeah i understand that those people that do protest in in russia at least are also being rounded up and put in jails um i i don't know how much experience you have with that but obviously that's not um what ukraine is like it's it's a very open democratic process people can protest um, what what has been your experience with with the government there in Ukraine? Uh, it's uh, it's absolutely normal for now uh, for now, and it was with the government because when we um, we think that uh, our government do something wrong, we we can uh, go to. Uh, to protest and no one get to jail and in 2014 uh, that's how the things were made uh, because uh, our former president uh, Yanukovych which we uh, don't want to he decided to uh, not sign the petition uh, about the European Union uh, and people go out on the streets not so many people but uh, after he um, and the police uh, start to punish them, uh, about half of a million people move out of the streets uh, and uh, Yanukovych uh, 
needs to run to Russia. Uh, and that's how we uh, show our opinion. Mm. Um, and we are not just sitting home. And mm. uh, it's almost how it now works in Russia. The people, the people have a lot of power, and I, I've been watching, and I'm sure everyone has been watching the statements of your president, um, and it sounds like he is re- has a lot of support and has mobilized people to uh, to fight back, but also to do all that they can to re- to resist in in small ways. Yes, 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 absolutely, uh, and uh, we have a lot of information about um, mobilization in Russia, mobilization in here. Uh, here's uh, a lot of people uh, want to uh, go to like like to army, as they said, and give us weapon we can find uh, for our cities, and there they uh, they pick up people from streets, just uh, uh, like. Uh, don't want to say it like by meat uh, to go into Ukraine and uh, and fight for for what uh, I don't know for what hmm. um, because because narrative uh, about racism uh, and uh, NATO bases are um, I think stupid I, I I don't know how how some people can believe it right right yeah it seems like a just falsified. Uh, narrative that um, gives uh, the government of Russia an excuse and Putin specifically to uh, to do what he wants to do. Uh, any, anything else you'd like to share? Sorry. Oh no, I, I think uh, all is fine. I uh, we're picking uh, like small amount of stuff in, in Kiev, uh, and uh, I even don't have like any and you're running shoes uh, and uh, even if I have a possibility to run here around the hood for example uh, don't uh, have a ways to do it but I will think that it will end somehow like like most people they fled with just what they had on them or you know the bare minimum yeah I'm I'm sorry for that let's let's keep in touch and we'll um, like I said, really, yeah, anything anything that I can do from here, you let me know. And um, anything you want to share, any new information, I'll put up on the blog site. Mm-hmm. Um, I, thank you so much for, for sharing what's going on there. Um, I hope that you and your family are safe and that you're able to find a safe place to be during the, the rest of this conflict. And um, we're all praying and contributing. I know all the people I know contributing however they can. Um, I, I would love to have you on to talk running, uh, to talk about your, your great running career and the people that you're coaching right now. Um, I, I've looked through all your, you know, all the things you've done and been able to travel to and shown others the beauty of Ukraine. And um, I, I can't thank you enough. I'm grateful for uh, all you do in running as well. Yeah, thank you. We will do as much as we can, and uh, uh, afterwards, I, I think we will have uh, a lot of uh, uh, beautiful competitions in Ukraine. Uh, we have a big marathon in, in Kiev, in Kharkiv, uh, and I think uh, a lot of people from abroad uh, will know now where Ukraine is on the map, uh, because we uh, save 
trying to save the peace for all Europe and U.S. also, maybe. Yes. No, no. For the for the whole Western world. That's right. You're fighting for that for that peace, for that democrat de- democracy, that democratic process. And um, we are grateful for you. Um, so thank you. Um, and again, I, I look forward to having you on to share about some of the beautiful running regions in Ukraine and some of the races that you'd recommend to folks. So I hope to have you on very soon um, when when we find peace. Yes, yes, I hope so too. Thank you for having me now. Thanks, Eugene. And good luck again. And um, thank you for your time. All right. Well, a big thank you to everyone for listening to this uh, short check-in with Ukraine. And uh, as promised, I will go out with the Ukrainian national anthem. I spent a lot of time in that part of the world as um, a Peace Corps teacher in Romania. We did glow camps back and forth at the Ukraine, Romania, Bulgaria, and Hungary, and um, some of the most beautiful people, beautiful part of the world, such... um, such incredible promise the young people have there and hope. And I know that will not die. I know that um, that the people of that region will support one another and that, um, that we'll get through this. Um, special place in my heart. Uh, we'll just go ahead and play this. Please, please do check in with us if you would like to share anything, um, of course, through the blog site. And you can find ways to contribute or donate um, on in the show notes of this episode or on our blog site or Facebook page. And you can follow Jimmy um, at Jimmy underscore Marathon and Instagram as well as on his Strava. So best, best wishes and our hearts go out to you.
New York Philharmonic performing March 4th. <laughs>